Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read Twin Star Exorcist Volume 2. Mm-hmm. And if you're me, you read this manga over a week ago, almost two weeks ago now, because mm-hmm. we didn't record last week, and you have had just, just a week and a half. Yep. So if you've had just a week and a half, listener, I hear you. I'm there for you. That, that's why we missed last week, because conveniently we could, because there was none this week. Yes. Which sucks is not having to record. Like, I enjoy recording this podcast or I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But, like, knowing I don't have to next week is nice. Yeah. And we missed that, because instead I was like, uh, let's not do it. Yeah. That said, I, there was no way I could have done it last week. Maybe if we did it on Tuesday randomly, I could have last week. Maybe. But I did not consider that on Tuesday. I also week. hadn't read everything at that point or no i think it was on tuesday i was like all right i'm gonna read and then my internet was like nah yeah that, that did me it did it to me a couple weeks ago and i had to really scramble because it was on the day we were recording but now we have read and we'll talk about it starting with akanabanishi story 73 and the winner is what do you think of akanabanishi this week kevin i liked it honestly liked that she didn't win yeah i mean i was kind of expecting that yeah I, I like her breakdown at the end, though, and I really like Hikaru being like, hey, you beat me in literally all but one category. I'm not going to quit. Yeah. Like, my average was higher, but only because I am the best at getting the audience. Yeah, only because I am the cutest. <laughs> oh, and the best at talking when people aren't watching her. Yeah. She has the cutest voice, too. Yes. I liked that. I liked everyone else kind of talking, you know, about it. I did really like the the one senpai at the end being like, stage probably is not the best time to go find yourself. Second half was pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah. And I like her being like, oh, man, I wanted to win with my dad's story so badly. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick the one that was good for me. I picked the one he would do. And that wasn't good enough. Anything else you wanted to say about it? Nope. That pings us to One Piece Chapter 1089, Hostage Situation. I like that we were back with the Straw Hats, and I really like that last panel. Yes. Like, that's a very funny, very good reveal. Yes. Of like, okay, and you'll make me a Celestial Dragon? Yeah, sure, I get Okay, my first order is come save me before Luffy kills me. What? 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 <laughs> yeah, I liked that. <laughs> Cut to them. Oh, so that's the situation. Oh, All like, the Nami. Straw Hats weapons pointed at them. Yeah. No, yeah, that was that was very good. I really liked that. And, you know, like some of the, some of the other stuff, too. Oh, also, I wrote down global warming laser because it turns yes. out that using death weapons has caused the sea level to rise around that, the world. Yeah, that that confused me because they were like, yeah, there's a giant hole where that island that disappeared used to be that the sea is currently falling into, which has caused water levels to rise. I'm like, it's like civilization, what? Kevin. If you use weapons of mass destruction, it causes global warming. I Yes. Which, which, if you're in a science game and you've already prepared your defenses against global warming, just means there are two effects for using weapons of mass destruction <laughs> on your poor opponent. <laughs> but no, I was just, I was very confused. I'm like, so the ocean is currently draining into a hole and getting bigger at the same time? What? <laughs> yeah, do you know anything about oceans, Kevin? <laughs> Not the One Piece ocean. Doesn't make any damn sense. Well, it is divided into four and has no... There's no way for anything to flow in the center, so... Yeah. And also there's a mountain range that goes the other way, but you can go under the mountain range. Yeah. No, One Piece One Piece weird world is weird. So, like, I, I thought that was cool. Anything else you wanted to say on One Piece? Nope. 
Next up, we have Sakamoto Days, Days 130, Reunion Part 2. What did you think of this one, Kevin? I did like this, but I also kind of didn't like that basically nothing happened. You know, it was kind of like, ah, well, we'll figure it out later. And they'll just like walk out. And I'm like, what? wait, what? <laughs> well, it's not time for the final boss battle yet. Yeah. Do you think it is really Rion or do you think it is some sort of weird power on this guy's part to imitate her? I don't know because like they I, they go real hard at making you not be sure. Yeah. Because even the mind reader is like, yeah, well, it's her thoughts. Like, either that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. But, like, Sakamoto's like, I saw her body. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes me it makes me wonder if, like, it's some crazy power on his part that, like, he absorbed her consciousness or something like that. Maybe. Uh, like you said, they go real hard on making it so you're not sure. Mm-hmm. Which is I, fine. Like, I like the fact that. I can lean into either side of the mystery and have justification inside of the story, not just like grasping at straws to prove my conspiracy theory. Like they, they like valid reasons for both of them to be true in this chapter. Yeah. Anything else on Sakamoto days? Nope. Next we have Marshall Master Asami round eight, fresh attitude, which I am really struggling to remember. I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, oh, were these funny jokes? I don't know. <laughs> Cause I, my first one is this gym sucks. Unlike America. And it was, I just, does Bandit Keith show up in this chapter, Kevin? That's what it sounded like, essentially. It was a guy who goes to a Japanese UFC gym and was like, ah, oh, the American gyms are way cooler, which, like, would make sense. Because, you know, the American UFC thing is, so I'm like, I'm just assuming the gyms would literally be bigger and have more stuff. And then he gets boxing guy from the first chapter to punch him during school so yeah. he can practice evading being punched. Yes. That's all I remember. And, and her and match is coming soon. It starts right at the end. Does it? Okay. Yeah. She's allowed into the tournament because her dad is like, well, you did fight me and won. Also, my wife called and uh, was like, you have absolutely no right to tell her not to do the thing you trained her to do. Yeah. I remember all that. <laughs> yep. is, mm, I guess it didn't leave much of an impression. I That's... hope I didn't rank it super high when we get to that. It does not look like I did. Okay. Yeah. It, it was fine, but it's, it's mostly the transition into, all right, we're going to see the girl kicking ass now. Because that's the last thing that they said is, uh, I've never actually seen her, you know, like, uh, fight for real. And he's like, wow, she's amazing. Next up, we got Blue Box ch number 112. I got it all sorted out. Which is a Hina, Hina POV, and that's fun. Yes. And I also love her, like, introduce me to a boy. I'm definitely over him and not just trying to distract myself. Introduce me to a boy. Yes. Well, because she has the, um, she's like, you know what, I think, like, we're, I think it's fine. I'm back to, like, being able to joke with him a little bit and be like friends and you should tell Chia you you should tell T Chia your feelings soon and he, he just kind of like stares at her and she's like oh oh <laughs> yeah I like that I also like poor boy not being able to ask the manager out just like he keeps getting so close yep. and then something happens yes anything else you want to say on blue box nope next we have elusive samurai chapter 121 useful days 1337 which I don't remember a lot of, but I do remember the great insert where it's like, yeah, this is a real guy in history who is always depicted as loyal and a brave and a great warrior, but was also a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like well, later was found out to be a mass murdering serial killer. So, yeah, I do. I do like that, uh, that he's like, yeah, my uh, two of my sons just didn't get it. But uh, he was like, yeah, my one son who was like, yeah, I, I love killing so much, but I'd rather do it for a good cause. I'm going to go over here and just be a mass murdering psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That, that sticks with me. And then mm -hmm. 
the young general's like, ah, I gave him my bad plan on purpose so that it would seem like I was uh, doing him a favor by going with my good plan. Yes. When really, that's my good plan. Yeah, that was good. And then also, they might be trying to turn on the general that's fought the young master before. I gathered more that they were just preparing for to be ready when the war was over. Because like, okay. he'll move against us after we don't have a common foe anymore. Okay, that that makes sense then. That it wasn't yeah, so they were like we need to we need to we need to be there with uh 30 dudes with knives to stab him in the stab him in the back. <laughs> a two general <laughs> kid. <laughs> Anything else on elusive samurai? Nope. Next up we have Mission Yozakura family mission 189, the now dungeon. What did you think of Mission Yozakura family, Kevin? Uh it's kind of cute, you know. The yeah, they have HP bars and uh we're doing attacks, and you know it's like okay, that's kind of cute. Dragon Questy, they're fighting slimes. Yep, it's all the cuteness is a little too much for me. Yeah, I did like some of the stuff about like ah, oh, your dad would never give up in this situation, and he doesn't even have any cool superpowers. Yep. He has lame superpowers. <laughs> I should go punch him in the face twelve times. I I did love that with the elder brother because he had to like bring up the dad. Or bring up their dad to make them feel better. And then he was like, oh, God, I feel so dirty saying that. I need to go punch him in the face 12 times to make myself feel better. Last but not least, we have Tenmaku Cinema, scene 17, beach location trip day one, which has an obligatory bath scene in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not a lot in this, but I really like the ending of it in particular. Yeah. About it. Be like, um, well, if the actress doesn't know what to do, that's literally your job. Sorry, you have to do it for the first time. Yep. All right, director, time to direct. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I did I did like that ending, especially with, like, that whole panel of him, like, floating above him, but, like, all right, director, time to direct. He doesn't say it specifically like that, but time it, to it's direct. It's a little more shonen manga than yes. that. But that's pretty shonen manga to start with. It so. is. Anything else you want to say on Tenmaki Cinema? Nope. All right, then. That will take us into Jump Card. Jump Card is a segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump from our least favorite to our favorite, and I definitely remember the manga I didn't take notes on. Don't worry. <laughs> we had 21 chapters this week, Kevin. What do yep. you have at number 21? I have Cypher Academy down at 21. I have Cypher Academy kind of high this week, Kevin, and I would love to defend it if I remembered anything that happened it? in it. Uh, I do know why I have what I have at the bottom, and I am con- absolutely convinced it's worse than Cypher Academy, because it was bad. But That's fair. I just... You know, I just can't follow Cypher Academy and just some of the, like, I'm running into, this game was complicated to begin with already, and they're like, and then we just kept kind of, like, keep adding rules to it. Like, oh, well, you can do this thing. I was like, when was that established? I mean, I know it doesn't have to be, but it just, it seems like it was, uh, I need a rule to be able to do this. Okay, here we go. That is a problem with Cypher Academy. Mm -hmm. That will probably be a bigger and bigger problem as it goes on. Uh, but I have Nui's Exorcist at the bottom because it takes all the agency away from all of the characters except for the extremely boring one with no personality or character. Yeah, that's fair. Also, he just he got a he got his bleach super move. Yay. I guess. No, he didn't get he didn't get his Bankai. He got his uh I forget what the first stage. It doesn't have a name. I swear. Each goes is in Pocketo, but that's just the name of his. That's just you learn your your sword's name. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I, I swear it has a name, but yeah, he, he learned the name of his sword. Which is bland and uninteresting. Yes. What do you have at number 20? 20 is where I put Fabricant 100. I just had a, a lot of, what? Like, especially right at the end when the young boy lights himself on fire. I'm like, what? Yeah, that, but that's the sort of shonen bullshit twist that I, I'm willing to let you explain that next chapter. 
Yeah, that's fair. I have Black Clover at 20, Kevin, and I have no idea what happened in Black Clover. Oh, yeah, this this one wasn't great. There's a lot of this stuff at the bottom is like, Ugh. So the plan was, they're like, all right, so Asta, you can imbue your anti-magic into other items. Was, was this we, just him putting it to the Black Bulls and going, rah, rah, fight the power? Yeah. Because I remember like, all that. I just didn't remember that being this week. Yeah, that was this week. I think this, and that's all that happens is Asta's like, now Basically. you have the power. Rah, rah, fight the power. Yeah, it was very confusing because it was like, yeah, you know, that one time you took Yami's sword and then you were able to incorporate anti-magic into it. What if you could do that with people? And part of me went, the whole reason that Asta can use anti-magic so effectively is because he doesn't have magic. So if you imbue the magical people with anti-magic, guess what? Don't work, bitches. Ah, no, don't now, worry. now he's anti-magic fire. Yeah. <laughs> and anti-magic healing. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like... Anti-magic mecha headquarters. <laughs> I, that would... No, that wouldn't make any sense. I was like, that one would make maybe the most sense. Anti-magic poison, Kevin. Yes. <laughs> anti-magic poison. Anti-magic uh, witch nonsense. I don't understand how that works or helps, but sure, whatever. But yeah, that this just felt like the... Uh, yeah, time for a power-up. The, the power-up doesn't make any... Like, couldn't you have at least imbued anti-magic in their weapons? Like, that would have made more sense. Like, all right, cool. I have this anti-magic bat now. Like, that'd be neat. Oh, you have a 19. 19 is where I put noise, because uh, I completely agree with everything going on. All right, I, I should rephrase. I do not agree with anything going on. I agree with your assessment of what is going on. 19 is where I have me and Rebecca, which I remember the plot of, but not the jokes. But I feel like, oh, no, there, Matsuo blew out his brain by using all of his brain at one sitting. Right? <laughs> yes. That was funny. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Uh, what do you have at 18? That's where I have me and Rebecca. That's where I put Icehead Gill. Okay. And I don't remember. I remember he tried to spin. But that's all. I don't it even went, remember if he succeeded at he spinning or not. It went a little bit higher for me. I can talk a bit about it there. I have Black Clover at 17, so. Uh, that's where I put Undead Unluck, and I don't remember why. Hmm. I, I, I remember, like, they confront. Oh, I remember. I, I'm getting real tired of. So I love the time loop, and I love the idea of we can fix all the problems, right? Mm-hmm. But now they're just fixing all the problems, and there's, like, no tension. It's almost the opposite of New Age, where it's like, oh, look at how bad this person has it, and how bad you should feel for them. Mm-hmm. This is almost the opposite of Shadow Manga. Everything's going great and nothing is wrong. And it's been way too long. That's fair. That is totally fair. Uh, what do you have at 16? 16 is where I put Ichinose family. I just had, uh, like, oh, this kid's like a little sociopath. Okay. Yeah, I figured that's where we were going. Mm-hmm. I feel like e- Ichinose family is always in the same spot every week. It's just a matter of stuff moves around, around it, it based yeah. on its quality. <laughs> that's fair. I got Cypher Academy here at 16. Okay. I, I, I think I liked it, but I don't remember anything about it. So maybe I just didn't dislike it, but I think I liked it. Kevin. That's fair. What do you have at 15? 15 is where I put I said Gil. I kind of liked the bit of, so the the one lich wasn't going to let Gil get a spin in. So Gil knocked a bunch of trees down on top of him uh, to get three spins in. So he was like, essentially like, all right, cool. I'll just, you know, lock you in place so that you can't dodge my three spin attack. And then it's also revealed that uh, Gil's father is possessed by the King Lich or whatever. Yeah, I remember that being revealed, but it was just such an obvious reveal to me. It didn't really feel no, like a it, reveal. Yeah, it was the thing that I liked, though, was that it was like, yeah, he's been possessed by the King Lich, but the Lich hasn't awoken yet. Like, I thought that was neat that 
yes, he's been possessed by the King Lich, but he still hasn't given in. So they're like trying to break his spirit. So it's like, oh, well, we can kill, murder his kid in front of him. That will probably break his spirit. 50s where I put Fabricate 100. Okay. The kid lighting on fire doesn't make any sense here, right? But it's shown in manga. It doesn't make any sense. Sure. So it's in the right place for that. Okay. Uh, what do you have at 14? 14 is where I put Kill Blue. Same. It sure is uh, Detective Conan up in here, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, what do you have at 13? That's where I have Missionary Zakura. Oh, that was okay. Yeah. I'm surprised I have Missionary Zakura higher than you. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do. I have each and every family there. Okay. As previously discussed. Yep. What do you have at number 12? 12 is where I put Witch Watch. I thought it was all right. You know, the, the Tengu, I can't remember his name now. Like, you know, losing confidence in himself, but not confidence in the training he got. Yeah, don't believe in me. myself. Believe in that guy who beat me up a lot. Yeah. I, I was like, all right, that's pretty neat. 12's where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Go into my ke- head, Kevin. I could not hell you, tell you what happened to Jujutsu Kaisen this week. I bet Gojo fought against Secunda some more. He did. Man, no, I'm, I I thought I liked it a bit, and I'm starting to strain against it. Oh, because they're making it sound like they're maybe going to... They're like, all right, he might, uh, he might kill Sakuna. And they're like, yeah, but Sakuna's in Megumi's body, right? We should like be concerned about that. And uh, one of the people's like, nope. What do you have at number 11? 11 is where I put Dewey Try. Yeah, is you know, this is his aunt, I guess. Sure, why not? Yeah. Step on. No, it sounded like it was his actual aunt. No, I, th- I thought that he said that her... I thought it was like half aunt, like that his dad was her half-brother. That could be. But it, it sounded like it wasn't a by-marriage thing. Yeah, yeah. No, sense. I think it was they, ha- they share one parent. Yeah. Either a father or a mother. I don't yeah. remember which. Yeah, I don't think it told us. I, but. Yeah, they might not have. So that's interesting. I did kind of laugh at... Uh, <laughs> This is a Yakuza fight. The guy broke the rules, so we murdered him. (laughs) (laughs) At a dramatic time. We let him tell us a little bit of the information we needed, but we made sure to kill him before he gave it all to us. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I got Mission Yuzakura family here. What do you have at number 10? 10 is where I put Undead and Unluck. You know, you're right. This has been going on a little bit long, but it was fine. 10's where I put Witch Watch. Nothing more to really add on it. We went over the part that was good that I liked. What do you have at number nine? Nine is where I put my hero. I liked some of the fight in meat space between All for One and All Might. It's a lot better than what we've been getting so far. Yes. Right? There, there, there are some panels where I was like, all right, that was cool. Like when he shoots the electrified black whip, like tendrils into him, I'm like, all right, that was neat. I saw what was going on there. But when he activated Red Shield or whatever that was, I'm like... I, I don't know what happened. He was just like, yep, I activated Red Shield and it's 60% of it blew away. I'm like, from what? <laughs> the long range attack all for one did that he, well, it's like, you always like range attack. You always like to start by flying away and shooting range attacks. I was like, which he has done never. <laughs> I thought he did it in his fight with All Might, the big one. Did he? I thought he did. Because yeah, it was like it was more like a stretchy arm drill thing, yeah, that's attack true. than like a projectile. But I, okay, so that's fair. He he doesn't like closing, uh, and that makes sense. So yeah, that that is true. But yeah, I was like, oh, this is fairly good. I've do retry at number nine. Okay. I cannot remember why I put it this high. What do you have at number eight? Well, that's where I have Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't remember why I put it this high. Uh, that's where I put Marshall Masarasami. Okay. Which, like, like I said, I felt like it was just kind of a a beat where some stuff happened mm-hmm. and not great. What do you have at number seven? Seven is where I put the elusive samurai. Like you said, the the joke about him being like the reality joke of like everyone thought he was super loyal, but he was actually a, a serial killer. 
was kind of funny. Yeah, that's really, especially like as a historical context. Like, I'm not making this shit up. Maybe I'm exaggerating it a little bit. Yeah. But how would you draw this character who was? <laughs> yes. So I, I like that. I have my hero academia at seven. Okay. I really like this stuff with all might and be like, yeah, I never enter a fight if I don't think I can win. Why, why did you think I would sacrifice myself now? Yeah. I like that bit. The only bit I don't like is when we see who made him his armored suit and it's some character to sell the movie and not the, uh, the girl whose name I can't remember from their class. Yeah. Who has been established before. Y- yeah. It's, I- it said it's a character I don't recognize or really know. She's from the first movie. Yeah, if I don't recognize her, I really okay. know her. I I do. I, like it made narrative sense. Well, it made character sense because she was the daughter of the person who worked with him when he was younger. in America. Yeah, in America, and mm-hmm. he's he's been working with her since then. Like she, you know, she took over for her dad basically. So it's like, yeah, she made me this suit. I was like, well, that makes sense. Like, that didn't throw me for a loop at all, because I remembered her from the first movie of like, oh, yeah, that girl. It just seems kind of unconnected to me. A little bit. Yeah, that's fair. And it's like, it's not forward progress on characters we care about, right? Yeah, that's true. What do you have at number six? Six is where I put Tenmaku Cinema. Like you said, the ending's really good, but not not a whole lot else happens. Uh, six was where I got Elusive Samurai. Okay. Uh, what do you got at number five? Five is where I put Martial Master Asumi. Is good. Uh, it's where I put Tenmaku Cinema. Okay. What do you have at number four? Four is where I put Sakamoto Days. It's still really good, even though it was you know, the ending is like, uh, and the status quo is the same. But yeah, uh, four is where I got One Piece. I really, really like that last panel, mm-hmm. but a lot of the rest of it is it's saying it's filler is not, I think, correct. But they're building to coming back to the Straw Hats, right? Yes, we've yeah, been there's... away from them for a while, and there's like, okay, on the last page, we're gonna go back. So the last of it, it's not stalling is also not the right word. But no. it's it's a lot of not much happening. Yeah. So no, that the you. moment mm-hmm. is a big pop. Yeah. It's my number three. I would agree with a lot of that. Again, though, that, that ending panel of everybody, you know, I just love the uh so you'll agree to make me a sauce dragon? Yes. All right, cool. <laughs> Stop Luffy from murdering me. What? <laughs> just all of them, huh? Uh that's a great final panel with everybody but Robin in it. I looked six times, she's not there. What's Robin up to? Interesting. I got a count of she at three. Okay. I like I, said, I really like it. We kind of went all over the moments when we were talking about mm-hmm. it. I think they all really go together well, but mm-hmm. I didn't think it was good as some other stuff. Okay. What do you have in number two? Two is where I put Blue Box. I think this was really solid. Jump into Hita chapter. That kind of moment of like, you know what? I think I'm doing better. You should probably tell China, uh, uh, Chie that you like her. And him giving her the look that says, I did. <laughs> we were making out all last night. I mean, Blue Box making out. So she yes. just gave me a haircut. But making out. <laughs> And her just being like, oh, was really good. So I, I liked Blue Box this week. I got Sakimoto Days at two. Okay. I really like the way they build up the what's going on with Rion. Is she real? Is fair, this fantasy? Fair. Caught in the landslide, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you have in number one? Number one is where I put Katabanashi. I just really liked a lot of the beats. You know, I like that moment where she loses, but Hikaru is, she's like, hey, Hikaru, you're not going to. And she's like, you beat me in every category but one. I'm not going anywhere. Because, like, her whole goal was to beat you, her. And it was like, well, you technically did it. And she's like, uh-uh, this doesn't feel real. I'm, yeah. you know, next time I'm going to crush you. Yeah. I, I beat you way bet- good in one category. I just outsped you. <laughs> yep. 
I have Blue Box is number one. Okay. I really like that we shift to a Hina POV, mm-hmm. and I feel like they did a really good job of that heartbreak and that, like, fake it till you make it. Yeah, I think I'm better now. And then the moment you get any news, realize you're very not better now. Yep. And her desperate move at the end. I think it all works really well. Fair. Alrighty. We read Twin Star Exorcist Volume 2, and we will be back to talk about that after the break. So we read volume two of Twin Star Exorcist, and I want to try not to be too hard on it because I'm very tired and had a very bad week, and it's not bad. It's just very mid. If it were an anime, I would probably keep watching it out of momentum, and then I would never watch season two because I was like, yeah, season one wasn't that good. Yeah, it's this is kind of a, I don't want to call it a low point for the series, but this definitely felt like a, yep, uh, righty then. Some of it's stuff you have to do, right? Yeah. Like the, they establish a big bad for the future. Yeah. Kind of have them team up and start to get along. You introduce the childhood friend. Yes. To, there's some, can be some love triangle there. Because yes. you always need a tri- triangles make everything better. Just ask Ayakashi Triangle, <laughs> a, a love dodecagon, <laughs> um, which is just a bunch of triangles put together into a circle. Yeah, a hexagon is just two triangles, right? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what am I thinking of the? Uh... The dodecahedron is the the bunch of triangles uh, smashed together into a 3D shape. Yes. And, like, you have the intrigue thing of, like, oh, did he murder her brother? But, like, I should care a lot about that. I'm just kind of like, oh, I wonder what happened. Yeah. Maybe I'll give Kevin calls volume three. I guess I'll find out. Yeah. I mean, it. it's not one of my favorite series, as evidenced by the fact that uh, I have not read it in probably over a year at this point. But I do enjoy it. It's one of those things of like when I was spending more time reading, it was like, yeah, I liked reading it. You know, it's monthly, which was nice. It it does have some good moments in it. So it's something I probably will want to get back to. It's I run into that issue all the time of like, I would love to read more of this if I had more free time. Guess what? I keep having less and less of. It reminds me weirdly of Mission Yozakura family in the early chapters because of like their relationship. Right. Fair. But they're not actually into each other and that makes it less interesting to me yes that is true i think it does have the the intrigue about him though with all of the different you know like what went on with the hanatsuki tragedy i agree with you but like i said it hasn't done a good enough job at making me care about him to care about the mystery right That's fair. yeah like if they were interested in each other and this r- obstacle in their relationship came up i would be like oh no but it seems like he should be with his childhood friend anyway, and yep. she knows what's going on. And sort of. Well, mostly. She would forgive him. I don't know what he did, but she would forgive him. Yeah, I do know what he did, and so she she sort of knows what's going on. Yeah, obviously she doesn't know the details, because it seems like he's pretty ashamed of whatever happened. Yes, And trying to is. hide it. But again, like I don't actually care that much Mm. and i should and i think a lot of the problem is that this guy who's gonna force the confrontation just comes literally out of nowhere and they are like oh yeah he's he was here before and all that but there's no like he's connected in with a bunch of characters but not in a way that makes him feel like he's organic yeah it's like we just kind of stuck him into the character web so he's got a bunch of connections but it's like off on the side yeah and also we just didn't come up before now yeah 
I guess that is one bit I liked when uh, childhood friends like, hey, so I told her this thing. Were you like hiding it from her? And he's like, oh, you know, not purposely. It just like hadn't come up. It's kind of awkward to talk about. Yeah. So I guess thanks for warning me. You brought it up. Yep. That would have been awkward. It's going to be very, very awkward. (laughs) Yeah. I assume so awkward that they don't have sex. The thing they were already doing. (laughs) Yeah. So it, it has some stuff that I liked. I liked the Basra thing with the kagari the humanoid one that can speak he's got like an interesting sort of gimmick in like a superhero villain sense yeah but i i don't think he's going to recur enough to be interesting just because that's not typically how shonen manga works and maybe i'm wrong about that certainly i could be but yeah he also like he doesn't like like he's got a big deal because he killed her parents right yeah. So he feels like a big deal, and I like his gimmick, but he doesn't feel like he has enough gravitas to be, like, series villain, you know? Yeah, I do understand what you mean. Like, he's not a Frieza or a Dio. No. I Like, I think his design is pretty good, and I want to see him come back, but I'm not, like, when he shows up, it's not like when Hisoka shows up in Hunter x Hunter, I'm not gonna go, like, oh, yeah, guess who's on screen now? No, he's not like that. He's more like... He's more like one of the what is it the the twelve or the nine or whatever from Naruto that uh, the Aka- Akatsuki yeah the Akatsuki he's more like that where it's like he's part of a threat yeah but look he ain't no Itachi though I know he's like he's, he's like a Daedria at best and I don't even know if he's that that's what I was trying to allude to I was I wasn't saying he's Itachi or Tobio or anything like that I was just trying to say like he's a member of the organization. And, like, this early in Naruto, we have Zabuza, who ain't the best Naruto villain either. But he's got a lot more gravitas he than does, this yeah. guy does, I feel like. And also, Zabuza feels like he's going to be done with by the end of the arc. And it's not like, oh, man, that was it for Zabuza. In a way that this guy is a motivator for one of our main characters. Yep. And his death should be huge and meaningful. But he's not interesting enough that I want him to stick around past another encounter. Mm-hmm. That is fair. Which, like I said, I'm grumpy, so I'm probably being a little too harsh on this manga. It It's fine. Like, I, I'm very much uh, like, uh, if some, something's either bad or good, and by that logic, this is good. Yeah. But it's so far at the bottom of good. I, I, I feel that sometimes. You know, and some of it is, I tend to just, you know, enjoy stuff more, so I can just kind of, like, write it until I, I get hooked, or I don't. It's not like I never fall off anything. But this is one of the things, like you said, this is this is good. But it's at the very low end of good. I think it's hurt by its monthly nature when you go back and reread it. Because we don't have... The thing about weekly manga chapters is they force frequent cliffhangers, right? Yeah. And we talk about how sometimes that works really well and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes when you're rereading it, you're like, there's a lot of false tension if it's not done well. But a lot of times it just makes you more excited to turn the page to the next chapter, yep. right? Yeah. That doesn't really happen here. You don't and you don't get nearly as many of them because yep. it's only like four per week. And I think it like makes a lot of the chapters kind of drag too. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely had a couple of those chapters. I was like, are we are we done yet? Like like I if I knew where if I had remembered where it was going, I'm like, aren't we there yet? It's the opposite of Black Clover and My Hero Academia these days. So I'm like, did I did I read a chapter? I, I feel like there was My Hero Academia here I was supposed to read. But yep. it says next chapter next week. But what's going on here? <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say about Twin Star, Kevin? Yeah, it's just it's one of those things I, I do enjoy at a base level. But obviously, even for me, it wasn't worth it hasn't been worth keeping up with. And some of it is just less and less free time. But other things are, you know. All right, well, my free time is being taken up by other things, so 
It is what it is. Do you want to add somebody to personality power level? Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Believe we can add Benio. I mean, it would mostly be me doing it, but uh, yeah, I have some opinion on her. Most of that, she's better than uh, Rokuro, who we already have on our list. Yeah, that's fair. I am tempted to say below Casca from Berserk, but that is up to you. No, I could go for that. It's better or worse than Asahi Azumane from Haikyuu, who is their ace. He's big and has a cannon for an arm. I'd say below him. All right. Benio Adashina will go right above her fiance? Is that technically what they are? Yes. Yeah, I believe they're pledged to be married. Well, anyway, she goes right above her fiance at number 77 below Asahi Azumane. And that will do it for this podcast this week. What are we reading next week, Kevin? So next week we're going to read some more Demon Slayer because I was put on the spot and was like, Demon Slayer! I'm, that's a lot less mid than this. Yes. Although, watch, the Volume 3 will be the most boring one. <laughs> I could kind of see that. We'll see. Yeah. I, I feel like the the manor healing arc might be boring in a m- collected manga format. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see when we get there because I really liked it in the anime. Mm. But anyway, until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fist Five by Tom W. Emirate. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out our, my other podcasts, It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. It's a Gundam just covered the first Rikongista in G movie that covers the first six episodes uh, as a recap to try and figure out what's going on in Rikongista in G. So that's a decent jumping on point if you're interested. Mm. Is there anything you want to plug this week, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody. Stop.